right. Hey, I've got a stinking suspicion that you didn't know that was the end. So I know you want to give them some more applause. In fact, a standing ovation would be in order. So go ahead right now. There you go. Katie wants to give Rachel a, a, a gift of appreciation. So, Katie, go right ahead. We did this a little prematurely this morning with just about 20 of us. So we wanted to let you guys know how hard this woman worked. And I, I know that in this crazy world, it is really, really, really hard to find someone that is willing to give up so much time and dedication to these children. And we all know how hard it is to have patience with our own kids. And this woman has patience with everyone's kids. And she does a beautiful job and is so calm. Me and Roth were laughing because we all did theater when we were younger. And all of the directors we've ever had, you know, if you don't do it right, you get yelled at and scolded. And she's just so calm and collected all the time. <laughs> and we just want to tell you thank you because this world is so busy. And I know that it was hard for me just to find time to do this few little scenes I was in. So thank you for all the joy you've given these children. Amen. I want to say thank you also, Rachel, because it wouldn't happen without her and her crew, and we're just very grateful and thankful to the parents also who made this thing possible today. Now, let me put your mind at ease. You're going to get about 15 minutes here, so don't like go, oh, no, is he going to do it? No, I'm not. So it's cool. It's cool. But, but here's what I really love about today. And I'm sitting over there, which I normally sit right here. But I'm sitting over here just really, I mean, just enjoying these wonderful words of this song. And it answers that great question. If you're a fan of the uh, Peanuts Christmas special, you know, he stands in the middle of the stage and goes, Does anybody really know what Christmas is about? And they answered that so well today. You know, Christmas really is about giving about giving. We're in a series this December uh, based on the song, We Three Kings, and, you know, they really kind of instituted the idea of giving gifts in Christmas. You know, they, they go like 2,000 miles, and they show up, and they do bring three gifts. We, we don't know. They're not kings. We're sure of that, and we don't know if there are three of them or not, but they show up these three wonderful gifts, and, and they're just so significant and so, uh, so rich in meaning, and the verse today says this, um, born a king on Bethlehem's plain, gold I bring to crown him again, king forever, ceasing never, over us all to reign. And they show up with these wonderful gifts, and the first gift that they talk about is this gift of gold, and it's, it's a gift for a king. And, and again, Christmas is so much about giving, and yet, as much as the three kings or three wise men instituted giving in, church, in, in Christmas, so God did, in, in a bigger scale. Because the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God so loved the world that he gave. It's just an amazing thing. I, I'm always blown away at Christmas time because, you know, in, in a large chunk of the world, like one-third of the population of the world, understand and, and that Jesus is associated with God, and yet we know more about Jesus than we do all the Roman emperors who lived during his time combined. And you've got to ask your question, why is that? And the answer is it's because he was something very, very special. He was not just a baby. He was not just a man, but he was the God-man. And God loved us so much at Christmas, 
He gave us the first Christmas because he gave us his son. But, you know, he didn't want us to miss Christmas. And so he did. Now, there's a new fad going on, and here's how it goes. So if you're, like, getting married, like, like nine months out before the ceremony, you send out this little card now. And we didn't do it when I was getting married. We just sent invitations out. But, but now you send a little card out, and it's called what? You remember? Save the date. Save the date. So God did not want us to miss Christmas, and so 700 years, and really more than that, but today, for this, today's scripture, 700 years before the first Christmas, he sent out a save the day card. And he did it through the prophet Isaiah in chapter 9. And here's what that verse number 6 says. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And that begs the question and goes, well, what child and, and, and what son are we talking about? And, and the prophet continues and says, well, now you need to know the government will be upon his shoulder. So a child is coming, God is saying. A, a rescuer is coming. He'll be born as a child. More specifically, he will be a son. And more specific than that, he's going to have the government of the world upon his shoulder. In other words, he's going to rule and reign like nobody else. Now, the word for in that verse, for unto us, for unto us, a child is born, that word for makes us look back and kind of go, well, what child? And if you go back into Isaiah chapter 7, you see what makes Jesus so special. Here's what it says. And this is Isaiah 7, 14. This is what Christmas is all about. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. This child, this son's going to be special because a virgin will have that child. And God himself will be the father. And his name shall be called Emmanuel. You know, I told somebody one time, I said, my favorite term of endearment is, hey, preacher. If you want to get my attention, you're out there in the foyer, go, don't go Dwayne. Go, hey, preacher, because that describes who I am and what I love to do. And when, when it says Emmanuel, the name means God with us. And the reason Jesus' name was Emmanuel is because that's what he was. He became the God-man. 100% man, but in a crazy way, 100% God. That's what makes Christmas so special, that God himself became a little baby and lived a sinless life and died on a cross that people like you and I could have forgiveness of sins. That's what the kids were singing about. That God loved so much that he became a man for the purpose of dying for our sins. Well, Isaiah continues in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse number 6. The second part of that verse is like loaded. It's incredible. It says this, And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Now we have a problem because if you know the song Handles Messiah, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. But there's a problem because his name is a Wonderful Counselor. No, in the Hebrew, they're together. His name is Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, 
and the Prince of Peace. And he's like no other man because God was his father. He became the God-man. And that's why Isaiah says he's wonderful. And in Hebrew, the word wonderful means out of this world. Boy, is that true? Out of this world. He's wonderful. And counselor means he knows all. He's the wisest man. You know, there's a commercial on TV these days from an insurance company that says, we know a few things because we've seen a few things. Well, God knows all things because he's seen all things. He is wonderful, out of this world, counselor, knows all, sees all. He's that kind of Savior. And he's mighty God. You know what the Hebrew carries in that? The idea, and it's almost, it's hard to get our arms around it. And the idea of those two words, mighty God, is heroic God. Heroic God. You know, if I'd have been God, you know, and, and Adam and Eve messed up in the garden, we all became sinners, we're all messed up, we're all broken, I'd have said, let's try that one again. But he didn't. Instead, he started a rescue plan. He was the heroic God who said they're worth saving. Not because of our goodness, because he loved us. And this heroic God, from the very beginning, planned that there would be a first Christmas and there would be a first Easter. On that first Christmas, God became man. On that first Easter, God died for man. It's just an incredible he is, he's mighty God. He's heroic God because he's greater than sin. He's greater than death. He's greater than the grave. He's mighty God. He's the everlasting Father. You know, we sing a song around here that I like a lot, and so do some other folks. And it says, you're a good, good Father. That's who you are. That's who you are. And we, we are loved by you. That's who we are. That's who we are. He's everlasting father. Not a stern father that, that sits in heaven and says, good luck. But a loving daddy father who's intimately involved in the lives of his children. Everlasting father and prince of peace. We're going to talk about tonight at six. But, you know, we have a little saying that we picked up in the video that says Christmas is not complete without the cross. Because again, all of us were broken. All of us were sinners and separated from God. And that's why God sent Jesus. Because we couldn't fix ourselves. We need a rescue. And so Jesus came and was born, got in, got in the flesh, lived a perfect sinless life, and died on a Roman cross. Wasn't murdered, wasn't martyred. Willingly died on a Roman cross. Because someone needed to pay for our sins. And he was willing to do that. And because of that, every man, woman, child, and student, every, you know, regardless of race, black, white, green, or yellow, regardless of how wealthy you might be or how poor you might be, and, and no matter if you've got a sin list a mile long or if you think, hey, I'm pretty good, regardless, you can have peace with God. You can call God Father today. Has nothing to do with church, has nothing to do with religion, has nothing to do with being baptized. No, it doesn't have anything to do with keeping rules. It has to do with this amazing thing called God's grace. It means God's unmerited favor. It means that God looks at us and says, if you'll believe in my son Jesus Christ and turn from your sin and follow him, then you can have eternal life. You can know Christmas in a way that you never knew before. And why did he do that? That's just the kind of God that he is. And you know what he didn't stop there? This Prince of Peace, not only did he give us peace with God, he gives us the peace of God. Because this world is crazy. Crazy. 
I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff that happens in the world. It'd be very difficult to have peace. But with Christ, knowing he's in control and he loves us and has forgiven us, we can have the peace of God also. Isn't that awesome? That's what Christmas is all about. I love the song. Where's the line to see Jesus if it's his birthday? And he's worthy of that. And he deserves that. And he came to love you and forgive you if you're just willing to ask him to do that. Isaiah closes up his little prophecy with this. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. In other words, this empire of grace has no end. You know, again, no matter what you've done, no matter how bad you think you are, his grace really is sufficient to forgive you if you ask him to. God, yeah, God put giving in Christmas. One more verse that says this, the payment or wages for sin is death. That's eternal separation from God. And it's also why we have a cemetery, because physically we die because of sin. But we also, if not careful, and don't receive Christ, we can be eternally separated from God because of sin. But you know what the second part of that verse says? The wages of sin is death, but the gift, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Those of you who know me well know I like gifts. I like presents. And not one time has anyone came up to me and said, here's a gift, give me $20. dollars You know, a gift is free. You can't earn it. You can't pay for it. It's free. And because of what Jesus did, God said, I want to give you this gift. It's eternal life. It's forgiveness. And because he paid for it, it's free to you. It cost him everything, but it cost you nothing. All you've got to do is be willing to step out in faith and believe in Jesus Christ. That's why we did this today. We confess We had an angle. We want to get you here to hear them and the message they sang about and this message I'm talking about. Because we believe that Jesus Christ is the most incredible thing in the world. Religion's not. Church isn't. Keeping rules certainly is not. But Jesus Christ is. And today, a little bit different day. We're going to do things a little bit different. We always, at the end of every service, give you an opportunity to respond. And we're going to do that in the traditional way. But we have a, a song video this morning. Now, I'm going to ask you to stay in your seats. about three minutes long, and we'll be done and out of here. And this, this video talks about this idea, this concept that God sent out, save the dates for the first Christmas and the first Easter. And it's entitled, Come Thy Long-Expected Jesus. Because God, from the very beginning, knew we would need a rescue, and he started a plan. And 2,000 years ago, in Bethlehem, when Jesus became man, that plan went into full swing. And for the next 33 years on earth, he lived and touched lives. And then the plan really got in full swing because he died for us. And three days later, guess what? He proved who he was. He came back to life, and he lives today to make a difference in our lives. So please listen quietly. If you want to come to the altar, I'll be sitting right here on the first step. I'd be glad to pray with you, talk with you. If you want some other folks to come pray with you, talk with you, we can arrange that. But this is your time, if you don't know Christ, to listen to the song. Listen to what was sang about and talked about today. Today might be the day that you understand that you need a rescue. And that's what Christmas is about. And if you've already been rescued, 
Would you use this time to just thank God for what he's done for us? Let's pray.